Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And here we are, Tim and Tosh in the morning. It is podcast number... 15. 15. Coop. Cecil Cooper wore 15. Ben Sheets wore 15. Ben Sheets. That was one of my first Brewer jerseys. A ben I got Sheets. a Ben Sheets jersey before I got a Richie Sexton jersey, who was my favorite player when I first started watching the Brewers. Yeah. But then I got hit with a cool dose of reality on what the business of sports is when they traded my favorite player, like after I went to like three games. Do you remember who the Brewers got back in that trade? All right, this will be fun. Junior Spivey, Chris Check. Capuano. Check. Craig Council. Check. Oh, man, I know him, too. There's a pitcher, a catcher, and a first baseman you're missing. They didn't get Damian Miller back in that trade, did they? No. Sort of sounds like Miller, but only it's... Chad Moeller. Moeller, yeah. Chad Moeller. So I have two more that they got. They got two a, more. It was a six-person deal. First baseman. A first baseman, Lyle Overbay. You check. And, and another pitcher, a left handed pitcher. pitcher, still in the league, by the way. Jorge De La Rosa. Boom, check. Got them all. You didn't need much help on that. Tim and Towson in the Morning <laughs> podcast. Well, gonna... I have a computer right in front of me. A millennial like myself <laughs> should have just jumped on the fucking internet and figured it out right away. <laughs> yeah. It, don't don't get screwed on, on trivia anymore because everyone just punch it up. Even Siri, that's You go stupid. to the bar and they have trivia night. It's like just stealing free booze. I was at trivia night at a corner bar a, a month and a half ago or so, and it, it was just everyone was on their honor. See, I was having not a lot. Not to look in the phone. I have a lot more fun showing up to trivia nights. So there's one that is right over by uh, in Waukesha that I go to a couple of different times when they do trivia night. And I like to get there late, so all the teams are really into it. And then you sit you, in the back. You don't yell out the answer. And I just yell no, out the fucking answer. Why do you do that? That's it's just, funny. That's just mean. It's like when I go to the improv group and just yell out sad suggestions like they do in TED. That's true. That that was funny. Uh, so we're going to try something a little bit different here. Tim and Taos in the morning podcast. The offices of Charlie Hebdo. Sorry, I just really wanted to say that. <laughs> I, and we've been we've been told to simmer down a little bit, apparently. Oh, we did? On our podcast. Okay, well. And I don't know what it meant, what we did wrong. Do you know what we did wrong? Well, apparently not, because I didn't know, and I dropped like three F-bombs in the first, what is this, two minutes of the podcast. I don't think you have. I don't think we've we've had one swear word yet. Okay, you're obviously not listening to the words that are coming I out of my mouth. <laughs> I might not be. <laughs> um, I am getting old. My hearing's going, too. Uh. So we tried something. A little, oh, we're going to try it's one, then it's the next. Little, little different here, as uh, we we're not going to do a get to know this week. Uh, we will get to know somebody soon, and that should be next week. Uh, still got a request in for our little brother Joe Zenzola. Mm-hmm. That one's going to be tough. I also think uh, 
Our our buddy Stevie was going to be tough. That one will be tough. Gary's going to be tough. Although Gary did appear on the Get to Know Rami segment. Yeah, I think that's as much of Gary as we're going to get. Which I, is I was good. pretty happy with it. I didn't think we were going to get that much. Well, yeah, I agree. Um, and then also our buddy Chuck Freeman. He definitely will join us. He definitely wants to come in one day after one of the postgame meets the big shows. And do a podcast? And do a podcast with Get us. to know Chuck Freeman. So that'll be... Well, Alan, well, Alan, what do you mean? Get to know frames? I'm right here. Everybody Alan. knows frames. Everybody knows frames. You kidding me? Five for frames. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so uh, we will get to know as many of the fan staffers as we can. Uh, we've also uh, already. Think we're going to get McGivern in here one time? Might. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we gotta we gotta ask. We definitely have to ask. And we, our our listeners of this podcast will know if they said no because they said no, and we will tell you they said no. And we're not gonna lie to you. I'm just That's wondering the whole essence of this. Case. But I would wonder, Billy, why the answer would be no. Just just come up with some you know reason, a real a reason why you don't want to come on, not just oh no, I can't. No, right, because we'll work around a schedule. You know, if you can't this week, then we'll get you next week. But yeah, we'll figure it out. We're flexible, but you like will, gymnast, baby. You will get honesty. You will get honesty. Plenty in, of honesty in their answers. So we won't speak for themselves. They will speak. But for themselves. we're also not going to let somebody come on here and, and a get to know segment and and BS us. No, because if we know they're lying, we'll call them out right there on the spot. That's why <laughs> I called out Anthony last I, week. He, we, did you hear we got him in some trouble? With his girl? With his girl. Because you had to ask what it's like in between the sheets, and Ooh, she yeah. listens to this. Oh, okay. So, that was funny, at least. I was uh, happy when he told me. So, we're going to call a little baseball for you. Uh, this is the uh, game one of a four-game set against the Miami Marlins at mm-hmm. Miller Park. It's Lewis game, Brinson Day. Game 20 of the season, and we're going to join us uh, mid-game as we... Uh, Make the call, Brewers Marlins, on the Fan Radio Network. It's a beautiful day here in Milwaukee as we continue to bring you the game here today at Miller Park. Long way to go here. It's 5-3 crew. They pick up a few runs there in the fifth inning. Bill Schmidt, Tim Allen, along with you on the Brewers Radio Network. Absolutely, and the Brewers uh, Fan offense. Brewer Radio Network. Yeah, the Brewers offense uh, getting <laughs> things together a little bit. They're they're starting to manufacture a few runs. They did that early in this ball game. Let's see if they can get uh, a couple more on the board and run with this thing. Chase Anderson been all right tonight, giving up a couple of runs, two long balls to Lewis Brinson. He's not set up. It's due up three, four, five for the Marlins here in the sixth. Starlin Castro, Justin Bohr. And JT Rio Muto, the catcher, going to be the three up facing Anderson here in the sixth. There's a big bottom of the fifth inning there with the uh, Marlins taking the lead on the second of two Brinson home runs. They bounce right back. Lorenzo Kane with that game tying home run got the offense going three in the fifth to put him up a couple. Anderson, first pitch of the sixth, curveball, swung on and missed by Castro. We're going to find out about Chase Anderson. Um, you know, uh, with a bump in the road here, it's three runs uh, thus far in the sixth inning. Pitch count getting a little high. 0-1. Low on a cutter. Evens it up at 1-1. One and one. Now, after the three runs here today by Anderson, a 329 ERA, he has been good. He's definitely, by far, been the best Brewer starter here in 2018. The 1-1. Swung on and 
Base hit up into center field. Splits the gap. Kane brings it in. And the Marlins have a leadoff base runner. Yeah, that's that's been his problem in, in tonight's start for Chase. Uh, he's walked a couple of men to lead off the inning. Brinson hit a leadoff home run in that uh, second inning. Uh, but uh, he, he needs to bear down on the leadoff hitters here. Brings up Justin Bohr, has a base hit here today. 93 pitches, as he said, Timmy, just before, has Jeremy Jeffress warming in that left field Brewers bullpen. Left handed Bohr comes up, no batting gloves as always. Throwback, cleanup power hitter for the Marlins. Anderson from the stretch. Curveball, nice pitch right on in there. That's a gutsy pitch to start off in that bat to a power hitting left hander. Yeah, you hang that one, you're in trouble. I like this Justin Bohr, and, and Riamuto's no slouch uh, standing on deck, so this is a big hitter for Chase. Chase sets and deals the 0 1. Fastball just missed off the inside corner, a little tail to it on the two seamer. Approaching 100 on his pitch count here. And the velocity for Anderson continues to be noted when he's hanging around in that 94 95 area. He is very dangerous. A check over on Castro. No tag as Aguilar delivers back, but Anderson on that last fastball, 92 velocity, velocity, been pretty good tonight. Yeah, not not bad, and 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 again, he's holding his uh, team in this ball game here. Uh, he needs to get through this sixth, though, with Jeffress there and the late innings coming up. I I, I just don't know how far he's going to go here. There's a slider in the dirt by Anderson. Two won the count on Bohr. Want to be somewhat careful here with Rio Muto, beyond deck circle, but Anderson possibly facing his last batter here in Bohr. Don't you just want to say, come on, fucking Chase, get a ground ball? Don't you just want to say that, doing play by play? Swinging a drive into right. It's going to fall down in front of Santana. He's on and grabs it. In the left handed glove, out number one. There you go. Sounded good off the bat, but got in on the hands of Bohr. It's a big out right there for Chase. It's, it, it may allow him to finish up this inning if he can induce a ground ball here. Right handed, real Muto coming up. 0 for 2 today with a strikeout. Facing Anderson. JT Real Muto. And that's going to do it for Anderson. Yeah, they're as Craig Council grabs the lineup card and he's going to make a double switch. Yeah, that's a uh, tough one there. Five and a third outing uh, for Chase in, in game one of this four game set against the Marlins. Been a few of those five and a third for the Brewers early on here in 2018. Yeah, and they're going to have to chew up a few more innings here. Uh, but uh, they're in the ball game. Their offense is going to run away with this, uh, hopefully. But they need to get out of this thing. That's a tough matchup. Jeffress, who's been good against right-handers, uh, enters the game here with uh, with the game well, in the balance here a little bit. When we come back, a pitching change. Jeremy Jeffress entering. It's the sixth inning, 5-3 Brewers on the Fan Baseball Network. <laughs> I thought you were going to pause 10 seconds for station identification on Let's the Fan. Let's pause 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I now, just, do we want to pick this back up once the pitching change is over? I, I just I just wanted to swear one time to him play by play. You were so excited. I, as, I just, as he turned over, just you one had the time. fucking face of a kid in a candy <laughs> Able to swear or talk during a play the by Brewer play. Game. This is awesome. Yes. 
Because <laughs> that's what I would normally say anyway. So we're observing this game. Hey, this this is uh, descriptions account and accounts of Brewers baseball with a delay. Yeah, no, this is this There's is a delay. Yeah, this is a delay. Yeah, so we're doing it in a newsworthy platform. Yeah, we're good. We're all right. We're all right. How did it sound? Was it all right? I, that highlight that I had of the fly ball to right field. Yeah, I, I thought had, it was a base hit. I had no idea where that ball was going. <laughs> okay, off you. the bat, I thought it was fucking gone. I you, felt like you swinging a drive <laughs> to right and caught out there by the shortstop from Miller Park in Milwaukee. Um, no, I thought it was a base hit. You, yeah, you screwed that one up. I said it falls in front of Santana into his glove. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, well, let's redeem ourselves. So it's five and a th- back here from Miller Park. On the Fan Baseball Network, Bill Schmidt, Tim Allen alongside. It's 5-3 Brewers here in the top half of the sixth. Eric Sogard, the defensive replacement at second base. Yeah, it's a double switch. Jeffress comes in, been very, very good, especially against right-handers so far this year. And here's the, here's a uh, guy that's going to bridge the gap. And you, you just wonder if this game stays close like this, Billy. Who is going to close the game out? Josh Hader is available tonight. He had two innings on a save yesterday from Jacob Barnes following up the two-inning save on Tuesday. Josh Hader. Just the first time the Brewers have done that since Dan Plesak was on the team. That's that's amazing. And we're seeing how Council is going to manage this thing without Corey in. Jeffress starts it off with a fastball in there, 0-1 on Real Muto. Yeah, this is power against power here. This is a nice matchup. Numbers people will love Real Mutos OPS 1,001.167. I don't know exactly how you're going to yell that out. <laughs> no. Off speed in the dirt evens it up. You, you know, I go back and, and again, the, the big Yelich deal between these two organizations, Brinson involved. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it would have taken to get Real Muto in that deal. He appeared to be on the market all offseason long. This is a good young catcher. And you wonder what you'd had to throw in if you're GM David Stearns to, to to make that a real blockbuster. Already gave up a ton when you look at 2016 minor league player of the year in Isan Diaz, Lewis Brinson. Stabbed by Orlando Arcia in the air, grabs a base hit away from Real Muto. Nice play, Lando. Tries to check over on Bohr at first base, nearly throws it away. But a Base hit saving grab from Orlando Arcia. Gives Jeremy Jeffers his first out. Now two outs here in the top half of the six. Brewers up 5-3. And there's one of the special plays that Orlando is going to make for you. And, and sometimes he'll he'll uh, not make the routine play, but he makes a play like that and uh, saves, saves a knock there. Orlando Arcia in one fluid motion going away from first. Heaves the ball over to Jesus Aguilar. Slider in the dirt for the first pitch to Anderson. Ryan Anderson, who was a former Lakeshore Chinook here in Milwaukee. I thought he was a former play-by-play broadcaster. That too, in the uh, Northwoods (laughs) League. Jeffress stands, the 1-0. Now that slider is in there. Called strike one. Yeah, Timmy, can. you are going back to the deal in the history between these two clubs. Derek Jeter and his first and in charge of the Miami Marlins really shook things up. 
Yeah, he's not a big uh, fan favorite uh, for most Miami Marlins fans at the moment. But again, as they say, you got to be patient. And he set up inside there. Fastball took him all the way on the outside edge, 2 1. Interesting, you have one of the best outfields in baseball. Um, and and all three of those guys are gone from the Marlins. Yelich uh, here in Milwaukee. Stanton goes to New York, and uh, Ozuna to St. Louis. Fastball now inside. Worked it to a 3-1 count on Anderson. Man at first is Bohr. Jeffers trying to get out of here in the sixth. Relief of Chase Anderson, who went five and a third, allowed the three runs, and is responsible for the runner on. Jeffress at the belt, the 3 1. Dribbled on over to set short. Lando flips over to Sogard. There you go. And the Brewers are out of the sixth. 5 3 for Miller Park after five and one half. This is the fan baseball network. <laughs> okay. Okay, reviews on the second half of that. <laughs> well, you're good. No, I, I like it. I, I like it. And we're going we're gonna to throw this out there on our podcast. And uh, we're gonna let uh, uh, the listeners let of our people podcast decide because I thought it was kind of shitty. Well, we've done better. Yeah, I would say we, so. We have done better. So we'll leave you on that note. Uh, again, this well, goes we're done already. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you want to do another? You want to get the Brewers side of things? One, two, three in the bottom of the six. I mean, I w- I'd be down, but I thought we were gonna talk about you know the imploding Milwaukee <clears throat> Bucks or the NFL draft or we could. Nah, fuck it. We're fine. Okay, yeah. I th- think this was enough just to get a little taster. <laughs> it's a little taster. That's all we're getting. Uh, of you. some play-by-play. And, uh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll focus on the Bucks next week as, as by then they'll have the series at least tied at two. This is going to be uh, great listening. I just realized it's going this podcast going up on Friday, April 20th. Uh, a lot of people are going to get a good laugh out of this uh, when this gets posted. They will. Good timing. Listening Good timing. in the car, windows down. Um, and we're, we're not going to uh, force anything that might be considered illegal. Nope, not at all. Uh, or harmful or detrimental to anybody's uh, health and physical well-being. We need to throw that disclaimer out there that we would not condone any illicit and illegal drug use of any kind. Nor the resale of it. We also want to put that disclaimer out there. That the manufacturing too. of an illegal narcotic. If you were to happen to find illicit and illegal drugs. Better off just throwing it in the sewer. Take it to the nearest police station. That's a good call. That's yeah. a better idea. And, and yep. get, it, get it off the street. Because mm-hmm. so. we, 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 we want to get that out of the hands of children. That is our disclaimer. What we've uh, talked about here on the podcast through now 15, man, has been uh, nothing but fun. So we look forward to a Get to Know segment next week. And uh, if there's any requests of a Get to Know, if there's any requests on subject matter that you want us to yeah, talk about sure, a little bit, sure. hit us up on Twitter. You've got the uh, coordinates right there. And uh, so we're wide open to it. We might even get to know a listener. I think that'd be a good idea. Um, that might have to be like a contest. Maybe. How do how would we do that though? A random. I random. Don't, it has to be random. No, okay. No purchase necessary. Jet Bandy swing on and 
A double into left field corner. It bounces over the fence and a leadoff ground rule double for Jet Bandy here in the sixth inning. There you go. Jet had a two-hit game in that red series. Looks like he's heating up. There, you got a little taster at the end. That was all I wanted. I wanted one more rip. Just, that's all I wanted. You just wanted one to... final rip. That's all I needed. Just one to rip. redeem yourself. All right, all let right. me rip it one more time. All right, let's go. All right, let's go. We're back let's to play-by-play play mode. One more time. It's the fan baseball network. Jet Bandy standing out at second base. Despage, is that how you pronounce this guy's name? Despagne? Despacito. Oh, there you go, Biebs. Eric Sogard is first at bat. Swung on over to the right side. Got to move over. the runner over. There you go. And with one out, once again, the Brewers have a man at third base. Less than two out and a man at third. Domingo Santana failed in the first. He did draw a walk in a similar situation, although Kane had scored in the wild pitch uh, earlier in the ball game as well. But let's see if... They can get the job done here with that runner on third base in a 5-3 ball game. In the double switch, Sogard playing second, relieves Hernan Perez, takes the ninth spot in the order. That brings up Lorenzo Kane, two for two today with a walk, a solo home run, his first with the Brewers. Look at the run scored there. Second with the Brewers. Three runs scored for Lorenzo Kane. Fastball just inside on a... That was a strike? That's what they called it. See, oh. now I would struggle with this part of it. If I'm doing baseball and I don't think it's a strike, I'm going to be, come on, Blue. Well, do what Levering does. What are they doing, Blue? Levering, you know it gets to him. He just says, called a ball. Whenever he says called a ball or a strike, that means he disagrees. That means with he it. disagrees. Okay. Yep. yep. Now that fastball was well inside, so it's 1 1 now on low. Low Kane, a 297 batting average, 865 OPS. Another Every fastball inside, really trying to back number six off the plate. Everything as advertised with Lorenzo Kane and more, if you ask me. He has been dynamite this year. I can't wait till uh, him and Yelich get a good chunk of games 30, 40, 50, 60 games under their belt. That changeup right down the middle makes it 2 2. Lorenzo Cain, Tim, the richest free agent contract in Brewers history. I don't think anybody saw that coming in January. $80 million for the once promising young prospect for the Milwaukee Brewers. Traded away to acquire Zach Greinke along with Alcides Escobar. And now Miami trainers are coming out onto the field. And it appears they're going to have a conversation with Despagne. Despagne may have pulled something, guy, maybe a leg. It might be a Corey Knavel. Horrible situation that happened to Knavel a couple of weeks ago. Against the Chicago Cubs training staff, talking it over. Now conversing with the umpire. Interesting situation with this, Tim. How does this fall under a mound visit that now is limited in major league baseball well the umpire typically will go out there if it's a medical uh situation the umpire will go out there and and it does not count as a mound visit either for the mound visit rule or a visit by the manager and so, they're gonna pull them 
Despagne is out of this ball game. Yeah, and and uh, as long as they don't talk strategy, they're fine. But an umpire typically will go out there and monitor that. Well, Don Mattingly playing around with the baseball. He's going to have to bring in a reliever, and he's going to get as much time as he wants to warm up here. Bottom six, 2-2 count on Lorenzo Kane. Brewers lead at 5-3, and we are done with this. You've been listening to the Fan Baseball Network. See, that was better. I thought I thought you did better that time. That was a lot better. I was glad I was able to end on the I, high I note. I think, though, you said Chicago Cub training staff. You might have. Did I? You might have. Jesus. That's the shitty thing about this business is that we talk so much that sometimes we don't – you'd have to go back and prove it to me. Like right now, I know you're questioning it, and maybe I'm wrong, but I thought I heard Cubs. Instead of Marlins. And yeah, like you said, though, because a lot of times, I mean, it might not sound like we're rambling, but at some point, you just, you have so much that you want to say. You do. And it just kind of flows together and floods together. I listened back to some of the shows, Billy, in, in years past, and I'm like, eh, it's okay or whatever. And all of a sudden, it's like, uh, should Prince Fielder and Ryan Braun flip flop in the batting order? 799. What are your thoughts? And I don't even give the 1250. <laughs> And I'm like, wait a second. You didn't fucking know you didn't. The number all you said was 414-799. Do you think Prince Fielder should bat third? I never gave the 1250. It's things like that you just don't realize. It just happens. That's weird. Just finishing has never been something that you've struggled with. No, probably quicker than you would want. Than you would think, yeah. Yeah. Well, you finished quick that time. All right. (laughs) Two-minute Timmy strikes again. All right, so what did we learn today? We learned uh, some play-by-play. Uh, we also learned that um, it's uh, we're going to release this podcast on, on 420. That's 420, April 20th. yes. What does that and, stand for? Did you know that uh, Wednesday, April 18th, is apparently National Send Nudes Day? Send Oh, nudies? Nude yeah, photos? Yeah, send nudes. You get yourself in trouble that way. So I'm just trouble, saying. I, so I'm, much trouble. I'm just saying, man. It's got to be the worst <laughs> thing that you could possibly do. I, I know that because it, it probably is going to come back to haunt you in some way, shape, or oh, form. Oh, for sure it will. It, Somehow somebody has that file. Whoever you think you're studying, somebody else is getting it. Some, somebody else will get it. <laughs> it will be there forever. If you happen to... Just, shape up in your life and, and then stop their being... significant other is going to be yeah. going through their phone sometime looking for the calculator app and you might have some ex-wife that is going to be you're going to be in a uh a custody custody battle for children and all of a sudden she's going to walk in and say judge look at this this is the kind of animal that wants to raise our children so all right, this is getting way too in-depth that I'm starting to kind of think it's personal. It, it, it might be personal. <laughs> Although, yeah, I've never sent a nude. Have you? Huh? You probably have. What? You have probably sent one. Plead the fifth. Uh Yeah. Look at this investigative reporting. What do Ooh. you want, Blair Hicks? Blair Hicks is coming over here smiling redder than a freaking tomato. See, he How many want... dick pics you send, Blair? Probably quite a few, quite, I would Probably think. quite a few. trying to get in the middle of your recording here. See, yeah. at least I'm respectable. If I would do it, I would just download one off the internet and make it look better. I mean, I'm not that fucking See, stupid. I just... I mean, maybe that's a that's a young generation thing. Oh, it's a total thing. millennial thing. Yeah. I, I, 
you know, because when yeah, I was, I was, you know, in the olden days at 14, 15, 16, 19, 21, yeah. even 23 range, there was more privacy with that stuff amongst even guys, even guys back then. Like you wouldn't talk about going home to, you know, uh, what do you guys call it? Fornicating? No, no, no. By yourself. When you just take care oh, of masturbating? Well, no, I didn't want to use I thought there was a cool way you guys said it these days. I don't know. Pumping, wanking it, whatever Wank, you want to call okay, it. Okay, see? And th- see how naturally they say it? Performing a drum solo? They <laughs> they just say it like it's... <laughs> and and uh, back, th- back, you know, in the olden days again. Right. It was almost taboo to even talk about. Not to do it. Everyone did it. We all know that. Do we not know that? Yes, we all know okay. that. Okay. Everyone did it and does it. So like when we you got, so back in back in the old days when you guys would send nudes, would you have to like do it we through didn't. like snail mail? <laughs> no. Like no, no, no. What no. if the fucking postman all of a sudden well, that was the day that he decided to read through <laughs> oh, your mail? No, no. Oh, I'll, little I'll, Timmy's got a little Timmy. I I'll tell you how they uh, how we circumvented that. You would get the old uh, Instamatic, the old uh Kodachrome, Kodacolor. No, it, it was a contraption about the size of a small boom box. Okay. And it would kick the picture out right away. So you didn't have to take it to the photo hut or the drugstore to, to send it in to get your pictures developed. Oh, yeah, yeah. They would just slide the out. Polaroid thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, would just okay. slide out the bottom of the camera. Okay, I remember those. And there would be no no uh, internet trail of these things. I like it's just that. simply a photo. So that's how we got it. See, now, if I got one of those, like, today, I'd be pretty turned on. And I got to admit, I did take a picture of my girlfriend's butt with that old Polaroid. Hold on. So your girlfriend at the time? At the time. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, no, not now. I was going to say, you still have one of those She'd have been, like, five. (laughs) She was five. Dude! No. The FCC still can at least listen to that. No, she would have been about five. Oh, Because okay, I'm much older okay, than, than my okay. current girlfriend. I'm much older than her. Nice. Not a ton older Proud of you. her, but older. Um, but, yeah, that's how that's how we got away with it. So there were nudes back then. I get it. That's exciting. See, so so that I just learned about the holiday. And I, it really makes a killer week. If you think of the third week in April, because you got National Send Nudes Day, and then you get 420, which, I mean, some people think is a really big deal. And you're in the middle of the start of baseball season. You got the first round of the NBA playoffs. What a great time to be alive. You got uh, Bucks at home for the postseason, which yes. is cool. And whether or not it's going to be the last time you get to see the Bucks this week, I don't know. Now I do want to ask you one one question because this before could be, we leave we gotta go man yeah, I got some work to sorry do. um so the last game could be played at the Bradley Center this weekend yeah any any memories that you want to send off the Bradley Center with I, I do that's, that's funny you say that I've been waiting for uh I was going to talk about this on the air and I thought eh, let's save it for the podcast maybe if it comes up so back in the late eighties. I went to a Bon Jovi concert. Oh, this is gonna be good. I can at tell. the Bradley Center, and I was a I was an idiot. I mean, we all make mistakes as as kids, don't we? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm still as, making them as young people. Mm-hmm. We all we yeah. all make mistakes. So I couldn't even tell you what year really, but I know it was the '80s. It was Bon Jovi, big deal. 
my brother's, my ex-sister-in-law, my brother's uh, uh, wife at the time, uh, the place she worked at got a one of the suites at the Bradley Center. So For the Bon Jovi concert. For the Bon Jovi concert. That's sweet. Oh, it was huge. So I went with my buddy, uh, Rob. Long hair, don't care. Rob Berta. Get that. His last name is Berta, and his first name is Rob. His parents should have been slapped. Roberta. Yeah, that's just this asking for your stupid. kid to get his ass whooped. <laughs> no kidding. So I went with him, and uh, all the beer was free, all the food was free, everything that's was so f- dangerous. Every- yes, and it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I don't know why. I just it was. I don't know if it was peer pressure, uh, pressure, stupidity, or alcohol. Maybe all of the above. We're sitting out on the deck there, not inside, but out. Uh, in the arena, uh, in the suite chairs, right? Okay, yeah. So, the so you're sitting like somewhat in the bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. But just behind us is the glass doors, the couches, and all the beer you want, yep. all that yep. whole deal. And for whatever reason, after like you know living on a prayer or whatever, <laughs> whatever it was, uh, wanted dead or alive or whatever, out of a cup of beer, Rob flings his beer out into the crowd. <laughs> I see him do it. And what do you think I do? Dude, I fling my half a beer. I hold, <laughs> I hold the cup. I just like swish the beer out of the cup. And we laughed and everything was woo, I'm a cowboy. On a steel horse I ride. Just singing along and dancing. It took 12 seconds and security was in that suite and grabbing us. It was incredible. That is awesome. <laughs> that, is, that is my story about the Bradley Center. Oh, I man. could not believe how quickly they detected what it was, where, where it came it was from, from, and who did it. Oh, man, it that was is funny. truly amazing. Homeland Security had nothing <laughs> on those guys. That's incredible. So, <laughs> That's a better story than I could have possibly thought Just was going to so come dumb. out of that question. Why did I do that? Now, here yeah, the, the worst part is, dude, you wasted like half a beer. Well, we had all free beer. It was oh, all, that's true. Fuck it. You, didn't all, you, you know, didn't need it. You weren't paying eight bucks for a beer. Not a chance. No, I wouldn't. That would have been alcohol abuse had I done that. So um, <laughs> I just wonder, wouldn't that be just ironic if the person that got nailed with that beer back in the 80s said, that's the motherfucker that did it. That doused the beer on me at Bon Jovi, dude. <laughs> I'm going to kill that guy. I don't know. Oh, my God. That is awesome. All right. Well, we got to go. Story. I, I got work to do, man. This has been a long Tim and Taos podcast, number 15, Tim and Taos in the morning. You can find this podcast where? On radio.com. It's the official home of 105.7 FM, The Fan. Download it today. Listen to us anywhere, anytime. And also in John Paul's Buick GMC Fan on Demand. Make sure you uh, suggest a get-to-know segment and mm-hmm. some subject matter you would want us to touch on. It's uh, been Baby Taos, Bill Smith, Tim Allen. Catch you next time. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 